0: you want to know what sucks this holiday season? What sucks? So there's weird smells coming out of my apartment. And I don't know what it is, but my landlord is old and can't smell anything. So he comes in and smells and says, I can't smell anything wrong with your apartment. And I was like, are you sure you're not old? And he said, absolutely. And so the smell is still there in my brief little baby nose nostrils, and it won't leave. Can Santa fix my problem?
1: Santa can't, but we can, cause it's the M word. (laughs)
0: Hello and welcome to the M-Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends who've been solving your problems for almost a year now, and will hopefully, maybe, continue on into 2019. Kyle... Look at you saying the M word in a very similar fashion to myself. I'm very proud.
1: I know I've been working on my impression all year. I mean, I do edit the show, so I hear it like a lot, like a lot. And you've got it down so good. It's your brand and I want to steal it. It's mine now. I'm the M word.
0: Oh, very good for you. I think it's really cool how you can change my voice. I actually, for the listeners, if you want to get a little sneak peek behind the scenes, I actually just say it like it's the M word. And then Kyle uses his creative magic on the Computron to change my voice magic like into something powerful.
1: Oh, Jesus. Now I really do <laughs> I want to get better at audio production so that I could do like a little John um, version of the word for you. Oh shit. I'm going to figure out how to do that. That's my Christmas yeah. wish. What is,
0: uh, what is little John?
1: I'm sorry. Like auto tune. Oh, who's little John? What the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. You know, little, you know, you know, little John from, uh, from Robin hood. That's who I want you to sound like. <laughs> hold on no lil john is definitely I mean, a rapper
0: listen i i would totally believe you i am not the person to ask that question with to to with
1: yeah Lil. okay hold on i was right lil john rapper very good i'm glad that we sorted that out
0: listen guys No, hold
1: on hold on oh god hold on we've got to make sure of this um, Lil John is the one who would just be like Ha oh shit, Now I can't think. Hold on. Uh play Lil John. Oh my god. This is crucial. I don't know what series I'm gonna pick, but I imagine it'll be the best.
0: What? You made my headphones fall off like the Corgi wagon off his
1: his goggles. Before we get sued, I'm gonna stop this. Um, Yeah,
0: no. In fact, that's probably already too much. (laughs) Okay, fine. Make me sound like little John or whoever else you want. That's what Um, I want. (laughs) What the M word? The Speaking of beautiful sounds, Kyle, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I do want our lovely podcast listeners to know that if you love lore by Aaron Mankey like we do, yeah, um, they have released a free Apple has released free audiobooks, five of them that are narrated by celebrities, and one of them, uh, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, is narrated by Aaron Mankey, and I listened to a preview and holy shit. I'm
1: pumped. Just are you so pumped? I'm not... so pumped. Did you know that it's actually Frankenstein's monster, and not Frankenstein?
0: <laughs> it was really funny hearing him without the music. It sounds like he is. Oh yeah, cut I didn't even every think about word. that. He's cut every word into its into like. It's almost like he hasn't finished a complete thought. In any of his sentences, he like he's said he said a paragraph and he's cut words from each time he recorded. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I wanted to make a monster.
0: Oh, no, you're going like Spock. I'm saying I wanted to make a monster like it's it's that bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you said Spock, you definitely meant like William Shatner, um, right? Who? W- like William Shatner. I'm just kidding. Okay,
0: Kyle, guy, get it. Okay, we're young. We're millennial.
1: <laughs> We've been to the stars. We know. I've what's been up there. to the
0: stars. Speaking of audiobooks, Kyle um you want to open your (gasps)
1: present i do i've had it for so long let me grab my trusty sharp scissors um god i wish i had a picture of this because they are tiny i just grabbed them um and they're like baby scissors so we'll see how this goes um that's packaging it's from amazon i've been holding on to it for like a week and a half it's been really frustrating oh i don't need scissors it's so secret. It's so secret. Kyle will never know. Oh. He doesn't even
0: know well, what he's getting. To be
1: fair, at the last episode I said it's it's a book, right? It, okay. He so you said it's
0: probably a book because he doesn't know. It's definitely anything. a book.
1: Now you've just given me a task. The so what you have given me is a novel, which I of course I do enjoy reading novels. Novels are some of my favorite things to read. And um oh, this is all five of them, huh? Is it? I don't know. That's what it says. Five novels in one outrageous volume. It's the ultimate hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy.
0: Yes.
1: I've never read this. I do need to read this.
0: I know you haven't read it. That's why I got it for you. You got to read it.
1: Yeah, it is. It's all five. It's hitchhiker's guide. It's the restaurant at the end of the universe, life, the universe, and everything. So long and thanks for all the fish and mostly harmless. Um, so Long and Thanks for All the Fish just makes me think of that good movie that they made, the very good, very well-renowned movie that they made. Yes. Honestly, actually, I think that movie doesn't get enough credit. That movie yeah, is pretty funny. Yeah, we talked about that when it
0: came out. It got very bad reviews. I haven't seen it in a very long time.
1: Yeah. it has got an introduction by Neil Gaiman. I'm always horny for some Neil Gaiman.
0: Yeah. Uh, I Earlier, and you can cut this out if you want, but I was going to see if you could read this one very funny passage from it. Um, but I think we would probably get copyright infringement for doing that.
1: Um, no, because there's definitely podcasts where they read up like a page of a book at a time and then talk about it. So, um, I say, fuck it. Let's do it.
0: Give me, give me a second. Let me find the the place. As long as
1: it's for analysis, which of course our podcast is well known for analysis. Oh, I'm so happy. I like books. This is a nice looking book. Whoever designed this did well.
0: I didn't even know uh, that they were going to be all five.
1: Yeah, it's a big boy. It's a very big boy. And you yes. know I love me some good British dry humor. Speaking of which, while you're looking that up, I need to talk about my current Netflix obsession, which is The Fix. And it's a British panel show, but it's on Netflix, like the Netflix made it now. And it's so good and so funny, and I need everyone to go watch it so that they make more. But it's like 30-minute episodes and they're hilarious, and it's just a panel show, and they talk about fixing problems, which is actually kind of our thing. Um, and so we will be suing Netflix um just a little bit, unless they bring us on the show. But um, yeah, so consider the M word the official companion to Netflix's the fix.
0: Okay, hold on. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna go get my book, I'll be right back. Okay. I'll keep on talking.
1: You can't make me stop talking. You can never make me stop talking. I own this show. I'm the editor. You can never make me stop. I will continue to talk about whatever. Whatever's going on. Hey, uh, I went to the gym this morning. Had I had some uh, a smoothie with some whey protein in it. Forgot it makes me real bloaty and real gassy. It was real uncomfortable. Um, the chuckling watching the fix helped a little bit. But you know what? It was real uncomfortable down in my nethers. Which is, I think, Norse for um intestine i think is what they used to call that the nethers um so yeah that's what's happened to me and you can't make me stop sharing this you cannot make me you know shut my voice and 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 harm my my identity in our world i will thrive i will continue i will i will persevere just like elizabeth warren what is what is that saying nevertheless she persisted nevertheless i persist connor and in the in the futility of your command to stop talking. I will never stop. I have never stopped talking. This is continuous talking audio. I will never stop. I'm
0: I'm almost, I've almost found it. Two seconds. Hey, how you doing? Great. What were you telling the dear God listeners?
1: I told them everything, everything. Oh dear. You're going to have to, you're going to have to listen to our show for once to find out what happened on it.
0: Yeah. I probably hold on. Okay actually you know what kyle i tell you what and and please feel free to cut out any of this because of how long it's taken us to do it um but if you read just like a paragraph from the first or second page you'd be good
1: just just... because i
0: don't want you to ruin anything
1: oh okay so you don't want i mean i have seen the movie so i might it's different oh it's different okay do you want me to know that's the forward Neil Gaiman. Yeah, wrote read this...
0: the forward by Neil Gaiman. That
1: <laughs> he wrote this in 2002. He was basically nobody then. Nobody knew who Neil Gaiman was then. The is it in the introduction or a guide to the guide? No, I think this is different. No, chapter one. Man, there's a whole lot of words in here before it even gets started. That's how you know it's a good book. Um. Well, first we always want to read the the uh, dedication. This is. Oh,
0: Kyle! <laughs> wait! 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 Okay, you can read the dedication, but then read the actual uh, the the for not the forward, but the guide. The,
1: that's good. Oh, so I do need to read the guide. Yes. Well, I don't want to spoil. Maybe the dedication has some spoilers because it comes after the guide. So I, I'm going to go back to the guide then. <laughs> oh my god! You never know what the what the dedication might say. Um, just read the read yep. the introduction. Yep. Okay. So
0: read. Yep. You got it. out loud Kyle oh, what are you thinking oh. it's an audio podcast are you just reading it in your
1: head i just um i just uh, i to tell you <laughs> hey honey, it's been a long day okay and i just i just was taking a moment you know sometimes we just sure. need to take a no, moment no
0: no no just get to it mr excuses
1: some unhelpful remarks from the author the history of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is now so complicated that every time I tell it, I contradict myself. And whenever I do, it, do I get it right. Oh, whenever I do get it right, I'm misquoted. So the publication of this omnibus edition seemed like a good opportunity to set the record straight, or at least firmly crooked. Anything that is put down wrong here is, as far as I'm concerned, wrong for good. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Now, that. We should take up that mantra for our show. Can we make that our thing? We are anything we say here is wrong, but for good. That's our new mantra. But
0: and also we're crooked.
1: And <laughs> also we're crooked. Um the idea for the title first cropped up while I was lying drunk in a field in Innsbruck, Austria in 1971. Not particularly <laughs> drunk, just the sort of drunk you get when you have a couple of stiff ghosters after not having eaten for 2 days straight on account of being a penniless hitchhiker. We are talking of a mild inability to stand up. Oh shit! This is gonna be good. I'm enjoying Listen, this. That's,
0: and that's all you got to get to. You got to know it's good fucking shit. It's a great novel. And if you're a listener of the M word and you haven't read Hitchhiker's Guide, you should. It's great. It's definitely our humor. It's our. It's definitely on brand. Uh. And yeah, check it out.
1: And, and from what I've uh, understood, I think reading it out loud to yourself is better than reading it um, inside your head voice. So
0: it, it really is. It's something worth sharing, which is half the reason that I did is because my, I started reading it. I got the book. I didn't finish it. My brother read a little bit to me, and I was like, oh, my God, I got to pick this back up. I did, and I read it. It's fantastic.
1: Oh, now I can't wait to do this. I'm excited now. Yeah, yeah. Mary Chrysler. Look at this. Look at us celebrating the birth of Jesus. But wait. Stop. Hold the nativity scene. Put that camel back.
0: Put the camel back. Hold on. Go home, wise man. You're stupid. <laughs> Go
1: home, you stupid wise man. Kind of contradictory. but um, but hey, you know what? I'm sick of, sick of all this. December twenty fifth. Jesus stuff. Now I may be saying that mostly because my birthday is the twenty sixth, and so I feel like it's kind of encroaching on my area. You know, my birthday. I don't like that. So I think <laughs> I think we need to take Christ out of Christmas.
0: <laughs> yes, I and like we have the worry, which is incredibly strong amongst the Protestants and amongst the religious people of our nation. And you know what? You're fucking right because me and Kyle. Do we want to take it out of Christmas?
1: Yeah, here okay, here's the way I've thought about it, right? Everybody see like everybody sees Christmas as this beautiful puzzle that's been completed, right? And that there's this one little puzzle piece that has a little Jesus on it and that they're constantly afraid that Starbucks is going to take that that puzzle piece away. They're just freaking out about it. But here's the thing, actually when you look back at the history, somebody took a picture of Jesus and cut Cut it out so that it fit into this puzzle piece of Christmas like mm. yeah so really we're not taking Christmas Christ we're not taking Jesus out of the Christmas we're we're we're, we're pr-
0: taking Christmas back We're
1: taking Christmas back or uh, as we would go back far enough we'd change it to Yule We'll go back to Yule
0: yeah did you research what Yule is?
1: Hell fucking yeah, I did because I want we want to learn. Um, mostly because I kind of already knew a lot of this, um, because I grew up Catholic and Catholics love history. They just love it, which is really weird because we don't really look good in a whole lot of it, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, cause you'll like, there's just so much like the Christmas season technically is 12 days long, at least in like Orthodox churches and Yule was a, a 12 or yeah, 12 day long, Uh, generally celebration because what they do is the winter solstice would happen like on the December 20th whatever and then they would they would put logs on a fire and they'd burn it and they would party they would party so hard until the logs went out which normally took about 12 days like can you imagine
0: Uh, so I mean I'm super into these old parties these old people parties and these old tradition parties Um, but can't we just like take out the the one Lord and Savior, and instead put in a bunch of cool gods.
1: Well, let's let's turn to our good old Roman friends then. Fuck Norse, right? They're just partying for nobody. Let's go to the Roman friends. They um, would celebrate Saturnalia. Which was to honor the god Saturn, the god of agriculture. So what they do is, is, uh, is that they would, on the winter solstice, they would just spend a month getting so drunk and full of food and having sex with anybody and also no classes. There were no classes. If you were poor, it didn't matter. You could go have sex with a senator And if you were rich, you had to let poor people into your house and you all just got drunk together. If you were a slave, you got to be a master. And if you're a master, you just got to chill for a while.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah masters for some reason weren't really into being slaves
1: <laughs> right that was a little bit yeah that one never really fully flipped but still it was this idea that like there was no order during that month like government stopped everything stopped there were no classes there were no senators everybody just like hey let's get this food in our stomachs let's get drunk and then i want to um have sex with everyone please thank can you can
0: we reintegrate that into this new holiday season
1: well here's what i'm saying connor though is that we don't have to reintegrate what we do is we have to deintegrate because this is all how it used to be whenever but back in the day the church was like not really on board with any sort of birthday for jesus um and so they only really celebrated easter like that was the big thing but then they realized hey we need another holiday to kind of offset easter and they're like we should pick a, a birthday because
0: catholics keep them forgetting halfway through the year that they believe in a, in, in a single God. So we just want to do a little reminder. Exactly.
1: They just needed a quick reminder. They de- they needed that Siri reminder to pop up on their phones. Be like, Oh, Hey, still hey, Siri.
0: Uh, Jesus was born. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, and apparently it was believed that Jesus was born in the spring, which makes more sense, I guess if shepherds were around, but I don't know. The desert probably never got super, super cold. Um, so they just picked the Pope, just Pope Julius the first, he just decided December 25th. That's a good one because it was in the middle of Saturnalia and, and all of these things. And it was also happened to be the Roman God Mithra's birthday. And he's, or they are the God of the unconquerable sun. And they are like, that sounds good. We're just going to take that right now, please.
0: I've never once said, let's go backwards. You know what I mean? Oh! Until I've heard about these sick fucking parties.
1: Well, do you want to hear what happened after they said, "Hey, this is Christmas. This is Jesus's birthday." No, uh, um, I don't. The church. Don't. Re-
0: the history lesson is done.
1: No, it's not, Connor. Because this is the best part of the history. Hurry up. Okay, the Pope was like, Hey, this is Christmas now, we're gonna celebrate this now. But he also wanted to make sure like it was still gonna be a popular holiday because he was like super into people's like social calendars, I guess. And so he said, Hey, um here's the one thing Um, But pretty much everything else you're doing like that's going to still be cool. So there were still parties and there was still this like crazy like orginess. But it was just like also, hey, Jesus was born today, I guess. And apparently each year a beggar or a student would be crowned the Lord of Miss Rule and everybody would play the part of their subjects like that's good Christmas.
0: So, Kyle, I mean, do you like want to come over? I can't. I wouldn't be able to have a lot of people over for the party, but I can have, like, a couple. The landlord gets a little upset if if we get loud after 10, so if you want to have this, like, Christmas holiday situation, it can be, like, you and maybe, like, one other person, and then we got to whisper.
1: No, here's the thing, Connor. You're forgetting the rules of Saturnalia Christmas. There are no landlords. There is only land, and for us to, to sex on it, for us to sex on the land without any lords.
0: So if we just take the Christ out of Christmas and we turn it back into Saturnalia, yes, then landlord comes over and parties instead.
1: Right, I do still want to. Police keep...
0: gives me weed,
1: <laughs> just like good Jesus wanted on his good birthday.
0: To get nice and blazed.
1: I do like, I love that. The only Lord I will acknowledge on Christmas is the Lord of Misrule, which I think is a phenomenal tradition, and um, I think the the church really got that one right. They really got that one right. You can't say that a whole lot. They really got that one right. Oh, bother.
0: Yeah, I mean, what is it? I've been watching South Park lately, and boy, oh boy, is there some really good stuff about the Catholic Church on there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, good South Park. It's It's them and the Mormons. There's always something. Um, but the Mormons are a joke. I'll just say that at least. Um,
0: hey, we, hey, we are not an offensive podcast. Okay, we accept all religions, no matter the stupidity.
1: We do. I should say, Mormon people are probably chill. Mormon church is crazy, yo. Hey, crazy. Yeah. Um, you know who ruined it all, Connor? Who? Puritans. Uh They didn't even celebrate Christmas because it was so Bacchus crazy. Like, they were like, Christmas isn't a holiday. Christmas was illegal in Boston whenever it was a colony.
0: What? Yeah.
1: This is coming from history.com, so you know it's legit.
0: Get off of those websites. They're feeding you lies.
1: No, it's true. It's true. Boston made Christmas illegal because it was so, like, party central. That's like if New Orleans... New New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. (laughs) Orleans. It's like if New Orleans said that Mardi Gras was offensive and cruel and illegal now. Like, What?
0: What? Speaking of parties, what's going down on that internet party known as Reddit?
1: That's right. We've uh we are not just here to solve Christmas and bring it back to its uh, pagan roots. Uh, we also need to bring the internet back to its pagan roots. I guess maybe by solving problems, and um and I've got a good chunk of Christmas-related uh holiday season problems mostly because I searched Christmas problems on Reddit and I got a whole whole lot. I've got this one from user boggle and bagels. They've asked at what age is it weird to sleep under the Christmas tree? Hi, female 22. And I was just remembering that for years when I was little sleeping under the tree was just so much fun and magical watching. Wait, wait, Yep.
0: what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Yep. 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 Yep.
0: You slept under the Christmas tree.
1: Yep. Watching the soft lights, knowing that there are presents under the tree and good food to come, I kind of want to do it again just for that feeling. Is that weird? So this 22-year-old girl is just remembering when they were super young and they would sleep under the Christmas tree. I think I think she was homeless.
0: Oh no. That's what Wait, this might but, sound like. But you're saying you did the same shit when you were a kid?
1: No. What? Oh, me? Why? No. I was reading the rest of the question. Oh I thought gotcha. I thought that was obvious when I said hi, female twenty two. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I wasn't just giving my my ASL, my age, sex, location.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And for that also uh... this is now a revelation that I am a twenty two year old female.
0: So I think if you were to sleep under the tree, you are able to get some really good stuff, right? So whenever you're a kid, your parents, they're sneaky. They're so sneaky. They could put the presents around you and between your legs whenever you wake hold on, up. Hold on, oh, hold
1: on, that's... hold on, hold on, hold on. Parents,
0: let me finish. So they put it like they would like put the present in like your hands, and when you wake up, you have the presents in your hands, and so you didn't know about Santa, right? But if you're an adult, you're way better at lying. If you're sleeping under the tree. You you could catch Santa as soon as, as soon as he tries to do, I'm lost, Kyle.
1: <laughs> you kind of lost yourself in that story. I just think I've never heard of this. That, I mean, that's obviously why it popped up to me. I've never heard of anybody sleeping under the Christmas tree on sleep uh, on Christmas Eve. Like what doesn't, isn't it sappy? And don't you get like needles all up in your face?
0: Not if you're under those fake trees.
1: If you're sleeping under a fake tree, then that's sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then, no, what did you ever? I never. I I might have once had a real Christmas tree when I was a kid. I never used like a fake. I always. I never used a real one.
1: Oh, we didn't have a fake tree until like I was in high school. I think maybe maybe middle school. But for most you of my childhood, would cut
0: down real boy trees and put it in your apartment.
1: Well, yeah, because back in the nineties, Connor trees were doing okay. <laughs> they were fine <laughs> with it. They oh, loved it. Oh man, they were like that.
0: Must have that is such an odd tradition yeah let's put the tree in here
1: i think actually uh based on my research it's from the german tradition because they were celebrating the season of odin which was a german god who they were scared of a whole whole lot so they just stayed inside and they brought a tree inside
0: like oh my god we'll bring the outside in then odin can't
1: get us then odin must stay away I'm just blown away again that this is a real thing. Um also that you didn't have a real tree Connor. I'm so sad. I mean, sure, it always sucked whenever your house burned down because the the you know, sad. tree caught on fire, but Yeah. You could always get new houses. But you're telling right? me you've never I gotten a new tree. Mom. That's
0: why I told my mom and she was like, "Okay." And so then that's when we moved.
1: Yeah, I just can't believe. I just can't believe that that this happens. I I don't know. Um, a lot of people are just saying, hey, you know, live your life, chase your bliss, do what you do. Um, one person does say, I think it's weird at any age, but you're an adult, so weird is kind of our thing. Yeah. Again, maybe I think it's weird because you brought up a great point of the the presence. How would Santa get the presence there if you were sleeping there in his present drop-off location? You know, you can't block a delivery zone it's for unloading or, or reloading only.
0: What do you think her parents like told her? <laughs> was it like was it like, hey, stay under that tree and then whenever you wake up, presents will be all around you and there'll be like cookies and shit. Why wouldn't the parent rather the kid be in the bed so they could put the presents out of the tree in case the kids wake up?
1: Or how about this, maybe parents the only year they're ever the only day of the year that they're ever horny is Christmas Eve. So they needed oh, they need to get the child as far no. away as possible. Say, like, hey, why don't you go this sleep is... under that tree? Isn't that fun? Doesn't that sound exciting?
0: This is our Christmas. We're going
1: all night. This is my grown-up Christmas list. Oh dear! Somebody's coming down the chimney tonight.
0: Yep, yeah, that's why you got so many. I bet she was born September twenty-fifth.
1: <laughs> must must be that was quick math, by the way um
0: thanks i know how to add nine yeah to zero but i also
1: think yeah yeah that's impressive um okay moving on let's solve more problems uh, although we didn't really solve that one because again i think that they are either horny parents or that she grew up homeless and i think those are the so, only
0: which i think is what we really search for we're not we're just trying to answer why Often when I don't believe in a question, I'll just try to figure out why they're asking in the first place. Right. That's all we're and doing. And that's me. That's solving it for me.
1: Yeah. Um, this one didn't make any sense to me like at all. And I didn't. So I was kind of hoping that maybe you can help me out here, Connor. Uh, this comes from Reddit user single Sync, who says, why do we lie to children and let them believe in Santa? Why do we create a belief and then shatter it for no good reason? Why not just give them the gifts ourselves and show them love? I didn't understand this at all. What did this mean? It was just like static in my ears.
0: Hmm. So I'm thinking they want to hold on to the Christmas spirit and they're not wanting to tell their children or other people's children about the fact that magic isn't real. Right. And I'm thinking, and you're... why are we lying to... To five year olds. They already have enough problems as it is.
1: Well, yeah, but also, I mean, they're going to find out that magic isn't real when they turn 11 and they don't get that Hogwarts letter, which is exactly what happened to me. But that's an age where you can really deal with it, you know, and process it. You start to learn disappointment.
0: It doesn't help if if you try to tell the kid that in their entire lives that you have a magic man moving the earth around the sun and that, you know, at some point, everything is delivered to them via magical sleigh. (laughs) And then when they're 11, you go, LOL, that was all a lie. And the kid was like, yeah, that didn't really add up to everything else that I've learned in school about the way reality works. But for some reason, you kept on telling me that bullshit. And I was like, I guess they're right. Honestly, I was was trying to make sure that you felt like you were being validated.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Christmas is just weird right because it is so it's such a stretch and it has continued to stretch right like now we've got like elf on a shelf my nephew asked me the other day he said did you have an elf growing up and I said no because and I realized later I probably should have lied and said yes because that would have been much easier conversation and instead I said no and he goes why how did you not have an elf and
0: because I killed him
1: (laughs) Exactly, he saw too much. Um, I kept getting presents. I was
0: tired of him delivering all those secrets. You kill a rat, James, and then you you do that.
1: Yep, damn rat killer, James. Um, yeah, I. So it's gotten even worse now. The the legend continues to stretch, and you know what? I don't. This is one thing I really don't get. I love I love Christmas movies. I eat Christmas movies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What I love is the Christmas movies that have adults in them where the adult and with the child, like the child always believes in Santa. And when Santa shows up, the child's like, hell yeah, Santa, let's go. And the adult's like, holy shit, Santa? Ah, No, but you're not real as he's staring at a human old white man. And then they continue over this course of the story to believe again in the power of Santa like they did as a child. I want to know what changed. Like what happened then? As they were a teenager that they suddenly just stopped believing in Santa because if Santa does exist, then then they were getting presents that that their parents were not buying. And also they had children and they
0: know that's that's always the biggest upset in in these holiday movies. Is, is like the, the internal logic. And the kids are just like, yeah, finally, the adults see the reality of Santa Claus. And the, the adults that are watching this are like, why why did this moron suddenly again believe that Santa existed? Right,
1: they're just like, oh shit, no, I, you're right. I didn't buy you that Fortnite. Oh shit, I guess that must have come from somewhere else, huh?
0: Man, yeah, and then I maybe it's like, it's like the dumb husbands, like in the sitcoms, and it's the wives that are doing it.
1: Yeah, so they, your mother must have broken into our house and and placed this, this bicycle and assembled it in the middle of the night, huh? Ah, damn it, Carol. Uh,
0: damn it, yep. Yeah. I'm so tired of Carol breaking into my fucking house. <laughs> Please,
1: <laughs> Carol, we're over. You need to move on and stop breaking into our home.
0: <laughs> I see you put it. you're leaving tire tracks on the carpet whenever you're building it in the house I'm really tired of it do you want me to give you back I have a screwdriver I don't know if you want that back or not it was just laying under the tree <laughs>
1: Carol Carol look I don't like you but I'm worried about you are you okay please stop breaking my own
0: <laughs> listen I don't love you anymore but <laughs> are you doing okay
1: are you doing okay Um, you know who's not doing okay is reddit user Plum Platypus14, who said, How do I search Amazon for everything pig-related, but not Peppa Pig? (laughs) So, here's the rest of the story. My seven-year-old niece is obsessed with pigs, but cannot stand Peppa Pig. I've been searching and searching for the perfect present for her, but that weird Peppa Pig keeps coming up as a suggestion. What the heck? Is it possible to exude that deformed, demon-looking pig from coming up in my search results, or do I have to simply sort the thousands of results? Or, if anybody has any cute ideas for pig gift sites, please feel free to send them my way. I'd rather support literally any other company than Amazon. First of all, um, Amazon also works with a bunch of small businesses. So, like, just because you're getting it from Amazon does not mean that you're not supporting lo- small business.
0: Wowzer. Yeah. Comedy gold coming from Kyle's mouth hole.
1: Hey, sometimes, sometimes we're just here. You know, the government pays us every month to send out these <laughs> PSAs. Also, uh, healthcare in Rome is over. So, um, just FYI, can't get healthcare anymore.
0: Whoops! 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 You're, whoops! Your dad. Uh, so here's my answer to this weird, weird query. Yeah. Can you make it to where your was it his niece?
1: Yes, seven year old niece can loves pigs. Tra- can't stand. Can you
0: make your niece not like pigs anymore? Oh. Like, can you show them maybe spirited away and that weird up thing where the parents turn into pigs eating food and scar her?
1: There you go. Say this would happen if you keep looking at pigs. This is what will happen.
0: This is what will happen if you keep looking at them. They look like this. And they, I mean, honestly, any kid who's into a pig does not understand what a pig is.
1: But maybe the seven-year-old's smart. Pigs are smart. Maybe they have uh, formed an alliance. They're going to take over the world. Okay. And that's okay. why they hate Peppa Pig. It's because Peppa Pig does nothing for the revolution.
0: <laughs> Peppa Pig's given in to the man, and there's no fucking way. He's Is, is, it, a, is it a girl? She, he, it? Uh, I'm pretty,
1: Peppa? I'm pretty sure Peppa is a girl. Pe-
0: Peppa, she's she's definitely not going to be in support of the revolution. Uh part of the cause. We need your niece to stop. Yes. Kyle. Yeah. Uh, do we not?
1: I agree. Or, I, I I I agree with you actually. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think that the only way to get her to stop is to buy her a real fucking pig. That's all. That's you're gonna overload yes. her. Hey, guess what? You're gonna live with this thing now. Is this what you want? Also, here's a spider because the spider's a friend of the pig. That's all I know. The spider's also, name is Charlotte. A really chill spider. It's a super chill um, spider. It can write stuff in its webbing. It knows English. It's super cool.
0: Yeah, and then she falls in love with a spider. And depending on your love of spiders, you either have a problem or a solution.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also, so pretty much what we're talking about is how to solve this problem is um, how to get her off pigs. Um, How about every time you cook bacon, you uh, as she bites into the bacon, you tell her the name of the pig that that came from <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of it and a picture of it as well.
0: Oh, no.
1: Also, ham. That works well for ham and chicken. Hey. You can probably swing chicken,
0: too. Mm-mm-mm. Isn't Greg delicious?
1: <laughs> Isn't... So was Greg the first pig name that <laughs> he
0: thought of? Um Ah, uh, Kyle, I love human animal names. <laughs> Greg. I love people that name their dogs John.
1: John. John. I've never seen a dog named John or a...
0: Neither have I, but can you imagine?
1: I like that um Greg can either be a pig or, you know, a Wall Street broker. Either way, he's swine, am I right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yes. So whenever you're thinking of pigs, you are thinking of the pigs from Animal Farm. And so and I'm not talking about the cute in the suit and the top hat, because a pig in a suit and a top hat is very cute, but not whenever they're taking all the money from the working class.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a great point. I I did immediately think of Animal Farm. That's really in my brain. That's what our education system has done to me. I can't even remember the names of those pigs.
0: Peppa, Peppa, James, Peppa. and
1: Greg. Peppa, James, and Greg, the trio. They uh, met with Dumble Pig, um, and they <laughs> what? <laughs> they went to a a school for special pigs. Um, yeah, a school for magical pigs who learned to
0: talk, walk.
1: Speaking of which, magical yep. pigs. Um, I saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Connor. It's a good movie.
0: I've heard very good things. Alexandra saw it.
1: It's like I its whole thing was so good and its art style is so like crazy beautiful. Oh god, I love it. And Spider Ham, John Mulaney, you did a great job of Spider Ham, because I didn't care about Spider Ham until I heard his voice come out of that cartoon. Um Connor? Yeah. Why do they never make new Christmas music? That's from Reddit user Unrenard Rouge. They say, why is Christmas music just the same 30 songs covered 100 times? It'd be really nice if all the artists dropped a Christmas album every year with new Christmas songs for us to enjoy. That's, I mean, new artists don't drop a new regular album every year. So that's kind of asking a bit much for new Christmas songs every year, a full album.
0: TBH they could take turns, but that being said That's not
1: what this person wants, they want all the artists.
0: <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. Because personally, I the classics speak to my soul. Right. So if you could sing them in even a slightly different way, throw a guitar in there, bang on a drum with your hands, clap more, a cappella, right? Get that pentatonic elves going on. Um I don't know. Put on may- a hat. Maybe
1: sing it with your dick out. You don't know.
0: We don't know the changes that happen to voices. I haven't been to to voice school. I don't know what their magic is. So I I I think this is a non problem, is what I'm saying. Yeah, okay,
1: so you're saying the reason why they never make Christmas music, new Christmas, it's because music because they don't need it. But there have been like Mariah Carey. That's a new song. It's just 15 years old, which I mean, relatively. Right? That's pretty good.
0: 15 years. I mean, I
1: made that up. I don't know, but it feels like it, right? But that's that's a new song. So people are making so what this person is really upset with is that they're not making new songs more frequently. They don't want to listen to Silent Night. They want to listen to um a Christmas light. That's my new song, Christmas Life. No,
0: he gets he doesn't want it to be the same thing just with a different that's that's basically what they do anyway.
1: <laughs> that is pretty much what they do. Yeah. That's a good point.
0: <sighs> but we could have some more modern ones. That's a great like, point, Connor.
1: Let's talk about some of our favorite new modern Christmas tracks.
0: Um, Grandma got run over by a Black Friday shopper.
1: There you go. That's a good one. All I want for Christmas is healthcare. That's my new favorite one.
0: Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I wish this night were more silent, but I have to pay my rent, and the area in which I can afford <laughs> rent is next to a highway.
1: <laughs> I wish I had a silent night. but <laughs> My area's development is poor. Um, how about this? You're a mean one, Mr. Trump. That's a classic.
0: Yep. You really are a fucking idiot. Yeah, you don't really
1: have to change really a whole lot of words in that song uh, for that to be effective.
0: Everybody around you being indicted and you're going to jail. <laughs> Mr. Trump.
1: Um, What child is this can pretty much stay, I think, but we just make it about retail shopping, I think.
0: Don't bother. Carol the Spotify. <laughs> i I, I carol on spotify it doesn't matter
1: did you say the carol of the spotify yep that's so good i really enjoy that that's very good um connor uh, i've got the second to last question here is um real quick how is die hard a christmas movie we've never discussed this
0: kyle no i haven't seen die hard okay
1: yeah but you know everything about it you're
0: gonna make me say it i haven't seen die hard
1: okay but you know why people knows You know why people say it's a Christmas movie though?
0: It just happens during Christmas.
1: Exactly. So would you consider a movie that happens during Christmas that is kind of set in an office Christmas party um would you consider that a Christmas movie? Yeah. No, you're wrong there. And that's where you're wrong. You yeah. you look like a fool now.
0: No, if you got if if there is some ho- if there is a purposeful action of putting holidays into your movie, it's going to be a holiday movie. It doesn't matter. So, like, let's take, for instance, what's a really sad movie, Kyle? Marley and Me. If you take Marley and Me and the death of that fucking Marley. Spoiler. It... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's And it's not like a spoiler, like it spoils the movie. It spoils your life when you see it happen. It spoils everything.
0: I haven't seen the movie, but let's say we take it and whenever the dog dies. Jesus,
1: what are you doing with your life?
0: And let's say the dog dies, and it's and it's Christmas Eve, and the next day they wake up and they go look under the tree. First, you see a girl, which is weird, <laughs> under the tree. You don't know <laughs> why why is share. she sleeping
1: under the tree? And
0: then right next to her is a dead dog.
1: Yeah, you're just you're just describing shot for shot the end of Marley and Me.
0: It would be a really, really bad Christmas movie.
1: I'm actually almost certain that that dog dies to, like around Christmas. I'm almost certain that's how that oh, movie ends,
0: dude. If that happens, that's a Christmas movie.
1: No, okay. See, here's where I'm gonna have a problem because Christmas movie is a very specific genre of very bad movies and the reason what yes there's no good christmas movies well,
0: okay we're on a disagreement there one of my new favorite movies is uh fuck
1: <laughs> fuck christmas movie
0: it's called fuck christmas <laughs> uh no it's when harry met sally
1: what i've not seen that and that's not a christmas movie
0: Yes, it is. I know it is because I watched it last year during the holidays.
1: No, it's not. Also, were you th- possibly thinking of Love Actually?
0: Nope, definitely thinking of When Harry Met Sally. Number two is obviously The Christmas Story.
1: Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> yeah, you're right. I
0: told you, it's a, it's a good, good movie.
1: You're right, I look like an idiot now. Yep. But here's the thing. Next. What Christmas is crucial to those plots. If they just had an office party in Die Hard, everything could have happened the exact same way, nothing would change. It's not a Christmas movie.
0: Listen, I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yums. I'm
1: I'm quoted yuck. by I'm yuck Aaron some King yums.
0: from our favorite on a bachelorly obsessed podcast, who we haven't talked about in a minute, but I still do love them. Uh, which is, if someone wants to make something in, for a Christmas and they want that to be their tradition, we're going to let them have it. Just like we're going to have let you, our listeners, have us, the M-word, for this holiday season.
1: Did you have a Christmas tradition in your family?
0: When I was a kid? Yeah. Uh, open one present Christmas Eve. Yeah. Before Christmas Day. Um and meeting with the fam on Christmas Day and opening all the presents. Nothing too crazy, Towns.
1: Well, yeah, so you're just describing Chris- – but there wasn't like a, oh, this is a one thing that we do every single year that's like kind of yeah weird. I don't know. I mean, I guess my Christmas family tradition isn't weird, but every Christmas Eve we watch the Santa Claus on VHS.
0: Yes, I love the Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a classic, really holds up. Now, though, I have a new tradition. I watch Jingle All the Way. That's my that's my substitution. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. Oh, jingle is all it the way. Still is so... as good. As it, I remember it it's perfect. B. It's so beautiful and I love it. Oh, it's oh, so good. We watched man. it last year and I forgot how beautiful of a movie it is. Um Put the put the cookie down. That's so good. I love it. Um so basically Can we, we ended there. We agreed to disagree. No, I got one last one for you here. Okay. This Connor is an important question that I think is gonna give you an opportunity to really share your faith um this comes from reddit user your friend Tori, who says do atheists like christmas
0: uh yeah
1: all right okay
0: yeah i'm sorry i i just personal experience
1: yeah i i do have a question for you though because i'm i'm not like i grew up catholic i'm not a practicing catholic i go to christmas and easter with my family but um I I don't find it weird whenever I'm singing like I love Christmas songs. I lo- like oh as soon as Thanksgiving's over, I'm like, hey Pentatonix, where you been all year? Um, get back in here with every Christmas album you have. And I have no problem like singing the religious more Christmas songs. Like you know, not just a a, a Christmas song or what, or uh Jingle Bells, but like also uh Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And oh, things like yeah. that. So like you got no problems with the, the religious.
0: Oh, yeah. No. I mean, if 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 one of the religious songs said Jesus is our only Lord and Savior and there absolutely is a God and there is no way that there isn't one and atheists are going to hell, I would sing that song.
1: Isn't it implied, though, when they kind of just say uh, Jesus?
0: No, that isn't implied.
1: Isn't it, though? No, isn't it? I don't it? think so. That's what his word means. That's what his name means.
0: That That is. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, in in Hebrew, Jesus means all atheists are going to hell. Yep. I am the one true God.
1: In Hebrew, Jesus means uh, all of you are my children. All of you are my brothers and sisters, except for th- those. Except for except
0: those. Except for those. Ugh. I don't
1: know where they came from. Who did that?
0: <laughs> who is <hit> that? Dad?
1: <laughs> Dad, who did this? Dad,
0: are you there? What the fuck happened?
1: What happened? Were you sleeping again?
0: Yeah, I hate when he falls asleep yeah. while creating
1: it's how the, the universe is it's how the dark ages um, happened. Yep. <laughs> and also 9/11. Good Do good. you oh, enjoy God, that nap.
0: Kyle, no, not in the holiday season. Did
1: you enjoy that nap?
0: No. <laughs>
1: well, I think this is this is it. This is the end of our Christmas our first Christmas episode, Connor. How you feeling?
0: Oh bother, I'm ready for it to be over.
1: We also we didn't plan our Christmas season very well because we still have Christmas presents to give each other. But um like I said, technically in at least the Catholic Church and most Orthodox churches, Christmas starts on the 25th and goes until like the 9th or something of January. So technically next week we will give each other presents and it'll still be Christmas legally, which is the only thing God cares about is the law.
0: <laughs> he's such a God. You know, they do call him the judge. So
1: <laughs> He is a judge. He, only, he loves the law. God, hes he's horny for it sometimes.
0: Oh man, thanks for taking the year with us. Um Not yet, year's not over. Next next year, next
1: week we got another. 2018 ain't over yet. We especially want to thank uh Grant O'Brien and uh Cyndia Martinez Grant who wrote our intro and outro music Millennial Juice Fluid and Ballad of a Dusty Boy, and Cindy for designing our cover art. They have given us a gift this Christmas which is their beautiful creative energies that they they ex- exist now because of them so thank you we love you
0: also if you made it all the way to the end we imagine you somewhat enjoy the podcast if you have and you are so willing and financially able we accept uh, patrons on patreon that's <laughs> we, patreon.com we're now accepting R. patrons we closed it off for patrons. a while yep congratulations we've opened our doors yet again it's open enrollment to us the uh, patreon.com slash pod please you could give us as little as a dollar a month and it goes a long way for us to continue making these shows and also uh, we love answering listener questions and solving their problems it is mwordpodcom slash submit
1: that's right give us your your 2019 problems. We're ready. We're done with 2018 problems. It's time we move on. And um, oh, I want to thank you, Connor, for giving me such a good gift. I was so yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm going to read it and it'll go in my brain and I'm going to have it in there. I'm so excited. Yeah, you'll
0: have to keep me posted on the pod how it goes. I'm going
1: to keep you posted every single page. I'm going to text you and I say, hey, page 51, real banger. Love it a lot. Super good. Page 52, so-so. Um, thank you. So much for listening to the M word.
0: And as we always say, sometimes you just gotta French the Grinch.
1: Oh, okay. Just gotta French the Grinch. Just gotta he and you know he furry tongue. He hates the French so much more than the Who's
0: (laughs) eyes wide open.
1: (laughs) Eyes wide open. Don't break eye. Look deep into
0: those pupils. Have a good week.